evening. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We're back. Um, I just thought about it. I think we're going to have to make Mondays our official day. I try not to stay on a schedule box, but I feel like Mondays is kind of like our day. I try to make sure. But now I won't say make sure. I try to schedule as many Mondays as I can because I know that that's the one day during the week that you can be here. Right. So you got your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You got hey. your friends. So they and they be having they be having the sisters back. You're right. Absolutely. 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 So um, I, I I don't have no complaints, y'all over here. Sisters <laughs> got coffee today. I'm, I'm going to keep it as Monday as I possibly can. But welcome, everybody, to another episode of Access Granted the Park Stream. Your boy, Mr. Antoine, is in the building. My sister is over there dancing and drinking coffee, trying to keep herself awake because <laughs> tired. she's tired. She's not tired. She's tired. Small T, small T, small I, capital R-E-D. Tired. Why are you so tired? Y'all said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long I, you know what? I did, y'all. Okay, there I don't move. We done moved my baby into her apartment. And Shout out, my Shout out. yeah. I just like, and then she was. I mean, she was so organized. She, and she was just so organized. Like it. I will say, as a parent, and to see your child just really um starting to be uh, a productive young adult yeah it does warm your heart i mean you know i'm not saying she still got some growing to do but she was so she was so organized she she read her contracts um she was able she understood it you know, like she did everything that i told her to do and you know we talked about things y'all she she paid everything a week in advance so the only thing she had to do was pull up and my baby walked in there like she got an 850 credit score (laughs) she just might but she just might (laughs) i know look look but i'm just saying you know and i told her you know i think we as parents you know, we've all made financial mistakes. So we're not, you know, don't y'all sit up there and look at me like, oh, Dagalini, you made mistakes. Yes. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I'm teaching her how to honor money and to um, really honor her credit now and not wait till later. Even though I know she's still going to Like a lot of us did. Like a and, lot of us did. Yes. Yeah, yes. We try to pass those lessons now. Right. So, I mean, she'll listen and then I'm sure she's going to do some stuff on her own and make those mistakes. But at least she can never say, mother, you never taught me, you know, taught her how to write a check. Y'all teach your children how to write a check and read a contract. Teach them how to do it because and to pay their bills on time. If they owe it, make sure they pay it kind of thing. But yeah, so that was um that was the highlight of the week. All right, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. She was such a oh my god! I know you met her. I know, and now she 
she is like she real young adult ish i just was watching her she had a list y'all she looked like me i was like who your mother oh yeah it's me oh yeah that's me <laughs> i taught you well that's what's up Shut yes. up. <laughs> um so oh, yeah on on this front uh my wife got the bug again. She's tested no. positive. Got to go through this again. Uh, her no. second time. We've all had it. We've all had it once. This is her second time. Oh um, no! We got we got weddings and and vacations and stuff. So I'm gonna need COVID to kick rocks. And, Stop acting but, up. We ain't got. We ain't I'm, got not, I'm not even gonna say anything because then y'all are gonna be like, "What, Elise?" <laughs> I'm, my husband got it, but I'm gonna tell you this: guess who didn't? Mm. So we. Yeah. <laughs> I shut the whole house down. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Um, we'll, but we'll, yeah, I don't know. how she do? How is she going through it this time? Because everybody's saying it's different. Um, well, she just tested this morning. Uh, mm. when she, and of course, she works in a medical facility, uh, okay. so has to, you know test yeah. frequently mm -hmm. um she had been complaining about a sore throat over the weekend anyway and okay. had actually uh did a self-test twice at home that popped negative and just happened to go to work today and it was positive, it was positive. i think she really didn't want to go to work and just faked it and <laughs> to, you know saying and just wanted to come home and be under me all day but that but, was it yeah, but she wasn't under me all day, so yes, I think. <laughs> love you, CC. We know how to do that. Yeah. We know how to do that when we want to be up under y'all. Yeah. But I think this—I don't think she would fake it with that. <laughs> um, I can see it's affecting her a little bit, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was the first time. Knock on. Got I don't you. have wood around me, but oh yeah, knock yeah. on wood. And um, you know, hopefully. Hey, cuz, and um, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll get through this. And you know, I'm gonna test a few times. I'm actually supposed to go into the office uh, one day this week. That might be my out. That might be my out. I'm the slick day king, so that might be my out right there. Don't be saying that you on the air. You don't know who's watching you. If I test, I test. Hey, hey. Y'all, y'all didn't hear from me. <laughs> y'all didn't hear from me. It is what it is. So, yeah. So that's that's what's going on here, man. But um, you know, she gonna be all right. And like I said, we yeah. we got weddings and vacations and stuff coming up. So I need COVID to go ahead and, and kick yeah. rocks. Right. That stuff around here. Tell her to rest, rest. She yeah. will. Oh, she doesn't have a choice. She doesn't have a choice. She doesn't have a choice. But anyway, um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into this show. Yes. Uh, it's exciting, y'all. Alenia has told me that I need to get an intern. Yeah. <laughs> care of the scheduling and all of that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. every now and then uh I have this calendar that's on a cell phone, and every time I book somebody, I put it on the calendar. And when we bring two rude up, I'm going to explain to him why we got confused. I'm gonna tell him that story that I told you. And why we got confused, and I thought that I had somebody that had to replace him with somebody today until right. MJ jacked me up and was like, Boy, <laughs> my man back on. Knock Get it you right. Up. Get it right. 
<laughs> so without further ado, man, we're gonna bring our guests up for the evening. Love, we got two, y'all. We have Miss Dora. Am I pronouncing that right, Miss Dora? Yes, that's correct. Because I used to live next to a Miss Dora. Her name was Dora, and I used to call her Miss Dora. Yeah. And I was like, is that the way that you pronounce it? It was like, Dora, or you know, something. Like that. <laughs> and you are joining us from where? Virginia Beach. Ooh. Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. People love got, it here. People oh. love it here. Yeah. DMV. DMV. Mm -hmm. yeah, see, see, he know he understands the assignment. <laughs> and then our brother too rude yeah and i believe if, if i'm not mistaken are you joining us from north of the border sir i'm in toronto toronto canada yes, wow yes, yes, look yes, at this y'all yes, yes, yes. look at this <laughs> but but i also i have i have um i have dc roots as well okay. i do okay. have dmv roots Okay. And yeah, from the DMV, I moved to New York. So from there, but Canadian born, but still, I would say the Americas has a big part of making me, you know, so I got my go-go and everything from DC. Ooh. And, you know, in New York, I got the whole upbringing of being there for when, you know, hip hop, you know, was really starting to, to really blow. So, right. you know, that added to me, you know, the music. <laughs> yeah. He said he, um, caught the, he caught it. <laughs> uh, peace to two Mr. Antoine, Alenia, and Ms. Dora from yes. AO Recordings. Thank you for, for tuning in, wherever you yeah. may be. And my sister, Shar, who is some kind of way related to Ms. Dora, even though Ms. Dora said, I ain't never talked to this woman before in my life. <laughs> I don't know what Antrim's out there, and then people connected. I just was so grateful for the love i was like yeah. oh we fam i didn't yeah. know that yeah that's wonderful Char, related to everybody so he's good people she's good people but i see it right here right underneath now i can so see it so I'm like, yeah i do see it i see the <laughs> i see the resemblance in i do see it so, <laughs> so so this this is this is the funny thing uh, we're from well Baltimore does not like to be included in the DMV title. Oh, um, it's Maryland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for it. Reason, oh, for some, she called us bougie. For some <laughs> yeah. reason, mm -hmm. for they bougie. bougie. Artists do not like to be included in the DMV. So the mm -hmm. DMV is kind of like DC, Prince George's County, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Southern part silver uh, spring yeah. <laughs> silver yeah. spring, yeah. Silver spring. Yeah. yeah well i'll go for exactly all, all of that um okay. i get it but i don't get it yeah. it's, it's not that serious to me but you know um I, I was just thinking about when you said that you had uh go go you, you had some go go in your background mr rude um who's your favorite go go artist from dc um i for me being a kid at the time okay. uh when i when i heard um sardines the way um it was flipped with the way the junkyard band did it uh for me at that time it was junkyard <laughs> band 
and then I would say Rare Essence and then Trouble Funk. Um, yeah, you know, from take it from and, and I can't no Chuck Brown. Oh my gosh, can't forget and, and you know nothing but love respect R and P to R I P to Chuck Brown. But Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. I need some money. All that. Come on now, get out of here. Crazy. Yeah. The sardines make you want to go out and, and buy a can of sardines and, and put it over top of some pork and beans and. Pork and beans. <laughs> Uh, you, you, you know what? Just that, just that, just that, just that note alone, and the way they were rocking, nah. Yeah. That 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 was that was the hip hop for me from DC. That was that was go go is pretty much DC like hip hop. So that was the edge that bit me right there. Was just that dirtiness. It was just so dirty, raw, and then to see them live. And hear them sound so, it was crazy. It was amazing. So that that bit me right there. That was like, yeah, it was right on my neck. Yeah, they, they do they a uh, they do a big event here um, at a spot called Murrayweather Post Pavilion, which is down in uh, Columbia. Hello. They do a big uh, event called the Summer Spirit Hello. Festival every year. Um, they just were there last weekend with. Our, Erica Badu and Anthony Hamilton and Redman and Method Man and, and everything. And they always include a go-go band in that show because yeah. it's a representation of the DMV. Yeah. And whatever go-go band that they bring tears the roof off of that pavilion every single time. It never fails. You can yeah. always tell the pure DC people that are there in the audience because once the go go drops, they just go bananas in crazy. Yeah, yeah, they go yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Dora, what did, what did you kind of grow up uh, listening to uh, music wise that kind of influenced you? Mm, I definitely like Tupac, um, mm. Eminem. You know, I was like raising the early like when I was a teenager like early 2000s going up so you know 106 hard pretty much mm -hmm. that really from that time in that era but definitely um a lot of Tupac Eminem Bone Thugs and Harmony I love them um who else can I think of that I really enjoyed growing up of course you know there was like Nelly Jay-Z yeah. you know I just I love no. music when when rap was like really rap. Uh -huh. you know, there was a storytelling in it, actual words that you understood. Yes, being said. So, they definitely had a big influence mm -hmm. on me growing up. I definitely listened to a lot of them, um, growing up rap wise. Uh, oh, well, I liked um, there was some female rap. I loved Eve. A uh, big Eve fan, loved her. You know, she was. When I was like nine, ten, um, Eve was really, I really enjoy Eve. I can definitely say she's one of my favorite female rappers. Mm -hmm. um, Queen Latifah. Um, who else did I really enjoy? Lauren Hill. So, I well, it's Lauren weird. Hill, I didn't even know it was like some years ago when Lauren Hill was like really out at the mm -hmm. foods at the time. I only remember her singing. I had no idea that she was a lyricist right. until like some years ago. Cause I don't remember her rapping. I just remember her singing and right. acting. So I don't ever remember. So when I found out she rapped, I was like, oh wow. I had no clue. The so, 
I definitely am a fan of Lauren Hill. Love. I think there was a lot of people that didn't realize when that she actually rapped because the first first Fuji's album that came out didn't do too well. Uh, Right. Yeah, and I was a child at the time, so. Yeah, but when but when. Until Salam Remy came into the picture, Salam Remy, uh, big up Salam Remy. Salam Remy saved the day. Yeah. See, that's that producer. That's that producer in him right there that had to let it be known that changed the game. Yeah. (laughs) And then then when the score dropped. Yeah. That was it. That was it. She automatically became everybody's female goat. Yeah. Right. Once that album dropped, and then of course when she did her her solo project, um, mm-hmm. you know that totally, totally shut it down. Um, two, two. What do I just? Did we call you too rude all night? I, <laughs> what, what what do you feel comfortable calling me, sir? You can call me whatever you want to call me for the interview. We'll go with that. Uh, no, you need to call him what he wants no. to be. What do you want to? No, call? it's cool. You don't want to call me too rude, so okay. Um. Uh, call me Rudimental Records. I don't know. I don't know. Rudy. Oh, I was going to say Rudy. I was going to say Rudy. Go ahead. So if you feel comfortable, we'll be Rudy today. Let's go. No problem. No, man. Um, no. Yeah, we'll call you too rude, man. We got to keep it. I, I have too much manners for you to call me too rude. I know I can feel the energy. It's okay. Call me Rudy. We'll go with Rudy. Let's go. Oh, and I gotta and I gotta get to the story as to, to why this ended up being a double booking because mm. um shout out to my girl MJ Savino. Shout out um, MJ Righteous. I was confused at first because she had originally told me that a girls group that she was working with, uh their project was gonna be canceled and that we could reschedule them even though we I don't think we even technically had them scheduled yet. And so when I went and started doing some research about Too Rude, there's a, a female R&B group that goes by the same name. And I said, well, this must be who she's talking about. <laughs> and canceled, you know, I said, and then I met Miss Dora over the weekend and I said, well, I got a slot on Monday let me go ahead and put you in that slot. Mm-hmm. And then when I put that flyer up this morning, <laughs> MJ mm-hmm. me and was like, I thought you said we had two rules for the night. And I said, well, I thought you told me we canceled them. <laughs> talking about, need an intern. Yeah, now I need an intern. So <laughs> that, I just wanted to, you know, to, to explain that. But I want you to talk about the musical scene uh, in Toronto because right now, if you mention Toronto, everybody's automatically going to go to Drake. Yeah, but I know that there's a little bit of a history from Toronto that a lot of people may not know about. So I want you to talk a little bit about some of the you know people that influenced you and how you got into the game as well. Okay. Um, well, first, let me touch on the, the R&B girls. Yeah. Um, because... I I had success out here. I won the Canadian Grammy with two girls, and we did a song called Thinking About You. When we released that record, everybody thought we, instead of it just being me featuring the girls, everybody thought we were collectively a group. 
mm-hmm. right? So I'm I'm wondering if those are the same two girls that you got confused with in the same process, right? So they still exist. Very, so very well either way, <laughs> that. No, I was just saying it very well could be just the same people. Yeah. Um, but in before Toronto, um, I actually played in bands in New York and stuff like that. Came up that way, like from DC to New York, and then my transition to Toronto. Um, looking for the music when I came here was a little different until there's a gentleman here by the name of Ron Nelson that actually had a radio show, the first hip hop radio show here in Canada. He's actually the one that started the wave of everything in all of Canada. So with his radio show, he gave us the hip hop every Saturday, say from like one to four or what have you. Then he would have uh, different events, like different um, parties where he provided the hip hop and the vibe and stuff like that. Then he started doing concerts. So he would start bringing all the acts that you'd want to see, whether it's um, Bismarcky, Big Daddy Kane, different things like that. And um, he kind of took me under uh, one of his groups. He, had a, he started managing groups and he put me in a group called Exact Wisdom that he used to manage. And from there being in a group with uh, these guys, we got to open up for um, Special Ed, we got to open up for Nice and Smooth, we got to open up for Main Source. And even opening up for Main Source, I would say that was our our best show because we even had Lost Professor, Kate Cut, Sir Scratch, all of them came from behind the dressing room to the front of like the backstage Mm -hmm. where we were performing because our show was kind of innovative, it was kind of crazy, and, you know, we made some noise back then. So the, from the development of being um, pretty much paying dues, so I used to, I used to dance, go, go to concert shows, dance, do all that stuff, and then do the hype man stuff in this group. And after leaving that group, actually being in that group, I actually wanted to produce, and uh, the other two members of the, uh, of the group used to kind of clown it, like, oh, you want to produce now, but... You know, I didn't get the opportunity or the chance to do so mm-hmm. from them. And I met other individuals in the city, which, you know, I, I grew to be friends with them. But they t- kind of took me under their wing and they kind of mentored me into becoming a better producer because they had access to the equipment, um, the time they gave me to actually learn the stuff and all that, um, which is one of the gentlemen's the first gentleman's name is S. Blank. Um a great rapper out here too started he started a lot of stuff out here too and then the next gentleman but is by the name of blast blast is behind dream warriors success the success if you guys ever heard of dream warriors he's behind the success of um a couple of their hit records but um with the success he had with dream warriors i'm talking about blast now he had a studio he allowed me to come to his studio and he you know helped me make my stuff and get my stuff together to get a deal with uh, another independent out here. And then from there, um, the, I, just, I just got to really meet a lot of heads as far as the Socrates, the, um, the Cardinals, and other people that helped to make the scene here grow. So oh, before, oh, yes. So before, you know, there, there was Drake, there was a lot of heads here that paved the way that, you know, did a lot of fighting, did a lot of all kinds of stuff just to break down the door 
for us to have what we have here now. Yeah, right. shout out to Cardinal yeah. Fisher. He was, he was <laughs> Give me. Uh, Canadian born MC that I ever mm-hmm. heard. And he, I, he used to be my, that was my guy. And it's crazy yeah. because you said that you opened for a special egg. We've had him on the show. Yeah. You said open for nice and smooth. We've had smooth B on the show. And you yeah. said that for main source. And we had main his source. who was their uh, producer. Yeah. Show. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. And he's, yeah. he's Canadian as well. So Shout them yeah. out. Him and That's K Cut, they're both Canadian. Yeah. I saw. She had God's just bringing it all. Just. Yes. <laughs> when he said it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. We, we interviewed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Miss Dora, um, you're obviously a hip hop fan. Yeah, you're obviously a hip hop fan. Uh, what made you decide to go the road of? You want to call it Christian rap, you want to call it gospel hip hop, whichever label that you want to put on it. Right. Um, gospel rapper, gospel hip hop, Christian rapper. Those are the all fine names. Um, I started writing about 10 years ago, and that's where my like stage name had came. I am poetry. I just started using my government name, like that. And just so y'all know, that's my real name. A lot of people don't know or don't believe, but that's my actual government name. My grandmother's name is Dora. I was named after her. So that's how I got Miss Dora. Um, so yeah, I started, I really wanted to put out books of poems. I just had this gift of writing. Man, I love to write. And they just, everything like rhymed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put books of poems out. Like I'm going to just learn how to write, learn how to put books together. I just want to do books of poetry. Um, right. So that began to share my music with other people. Hold on a second. What just coming? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry about that. I began to share with my friends, family, and everything. So excited! Like, yo, I'm gonna put out books of poetry. So my close friends was like, "Yo, Dora, that sounds like rap." Like mm-hmm. they kept saying that it sounded like rap. I'm like, "No, nah, this mm-hmm. isn't rap." This is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking real knowledgeable type stuff. I'm really saying something, speaking something, not thinking of stuff on the radio at that time. I'm like, nah, rap. Nah, I'm a lyricist. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. So I continued to just go to open mics, um, anywhere I could go to learn how to publish or get right. self, you know, self-published or get published. So, um, yeah. I began to keep just going, learning as much as I could learn. So, hold on one second. There's no money on that. There's no money on that card. So I began to learn. So eventually, my grandma was like, "This sounds like rap music. This sounds like rap." So at that point, I'm like, "Okay, Lord. All right, I hear you." At this point, I'm like, "All right, Lord, I hear you." So they kept encouraging me, "Go to the studio, Miss Dora. Go to the studio. You know, you need to, you need to like learn how to do this." So mind you, I don't come from rap. I grew up with boys at, you know, sports was their thing. They wanted to play basketball, football. I'd had no, I don't know anything about music or rapping. So the Lord began to just like open doors for me. So once Mm -hmm. I heard the beat, I'm like, oh, I can put my words to this. I loved it. Like I'm able to, the beat kind of caught my attention. I'm like, okay, I have these words, but I don't know how to do it. You know, how do I put these words to the beat? So once I heard the beat, I was hooked. 
I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is awesome. So throughout the years, I've had to learn how to perfect my craft. Um, I never went all the way secular, like the Holy Spirit in me. I just was never able to go fully to the left like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was still just talking about real life, sharing stories. Last year around this time, um, the Lord began to put it in my heart to get to learn more about the Holy Spirit. Like that was just a deep desire. I just, I got to a point where I'm like, I really need that next level with God. You know what I'm saying? And he began to put the desire in me. And um, I shared it with my grandma and she ordered me a book by Andrew Walmack called The Holy Spirit and the New You. So I began to read the book. And once I got filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, that was it for me. It was like, okay, boom. And like, I didn't have to think about it. It just was a natural instinct. Like, okay, we're doing music for Christ now. Like once I leveled up and, um, you know, begin to seek the Lord more and want to know about him, it just had like, boom. Like you, I, I just started writing about the Lord. It just, boom, it, it wasn't, and it take time. I'd have to pray. It was just like, literally like that. Come out like a flood. Just like, yes, ma'am. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wow. And it's like, now I have even more. My passion has become stronger. The desire for the Lord has become stronger. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, this is what it is. This is what we're doing, period. And I just started, I just released um, a snippet. My video's getting ready to drop called God is All I Got. And so I got, the Lord is opening doors now. Like things, now that I know that this is the way he wants me to go. Even when I wasn't doing it for him, even though outdoors weren't really opening, I, I know that that wasn't wasted in vain. I was learning, still right. developing as an artist, right. still growing. So that time wasn't wasted. The Lord still allowed me to grow, mm -hmm. continue to just develop my voice, my cadence delivery. So I'm like, okay, Lord, that time wasn't wasted in vain. Now that I know I'm ready, I'm ready now that I'm doing it for you. Throughout these years of me learning and growing and elevating as an artist, now I know that the, this is what God wants me to do. It's like, boom, I'm ready. Let's go. So it's like God is opening doors now. Mm -hmm. I finally know what it is that he gave me this gift for, which is to serve him, like, ultimately. Mm -hmm. So I'm just excited now. And uh, I got so many ideas and songs. I'm just ready to record and just really do what God has me to do. Like, that's really what it's about. Um, I've, I've been reading this book by uh, Dr. C.S. Lovett called Dealing with the Devil. And he just gets so specific about how the enemy operates and how anything that really comes out of self is really satanic. Cause that's what got him kicked out of heaven. Everything was about me and I, he began to self glorify himself. So I look back now, all my lyrics really is about what I'm doing, who I am, what I can do. And even though it didn't really look demonic, Ms. Dora, you, all you talk about really is yourself, like this and what you're going to do and that. So now that I see, okay, now I'm rapping for Christ, about Christ to serve him. I see the difference now because I'm using the gift to glorify him for his will and not my own will. You right. know, my own selfish and desires and what I wanted to do. Now that I've turned it over to the Lord and I've humbled myself, even my gift I've given to him. Okay, Lord, this is what you want me to do, Lord. I give my gift to you. I'm mm -hmm. going to use it to serve you and do your will, do what you want me to do. Right. So that's really how it happened, y'all. Just that that encounterment with the Holy Spirit really changed me. 
mm-hmm. I can honestly say that encounterment with him like literally did something to me. And so that was it for me, y'all. That's when I knew. I'm like, let's go, Lord. You know? So I'm, I'm here, here's the great thing about having two guests on at the same time is I'm sitting here watching you tell your story. I'm watching two rude reactions to specifically to like your, your aha moment. Um, yeah. And I kind of have a feeling that he has an aha moment that he might want to share with us as well as to when he really decided to go in his his musical direction. Um, actually, my aha moment with hers is how funny it is that she's doing, um, she does gospel rap. And at the same time, while I, I had my desire to be this producer out there doing big things with everyone, I received a blessing because I did an interview here in Toronto for... Um, for BET for uh, Caravana Weekend. And the gentleman that I was actually, that was working, he was just carrying equipment, but he said, you know what, when I become a producer at BET, I want you to, to do my music for my show. Okay, no problem, cool. Um, years later, the gentleman found me on Facebook and he goes, hey, it's me. He's a producer at BET. And he asked me to send him some music so, you know, the same day I sent him some music, he goes, watch BET on Sunday. So the show I ended up doing the music for was Lift Every Voice, right? And the same gentleman that produces for Lift Every Voice, he does all the other shows, the gospel shows that have featured the gospel rap artists and all that other stuff. So, right. and, you know, how funny it is, I just spoke with him today. So it, it's kind of funny. So it's like, you know, my blessing for me, especially in that time while I wanted to do music, you know, I'm trying to get my connection to get music for 106 and Park, trying to get music in for the Rap City, and I am completely right in the moment missing the blessing. Mm. God said, here's your music on BET, but your music is here to serve what I'm doing, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? To yeah. serve what I'm talking about. And then every artist that you would ever want to have on Rap City or 106 in Park, they are killing themselves to be on Lift Every Voice right. to share their testimony. And that was the place to be. So God already gave me my blessing. I'm like, you're right where you need to be. Stop chasing 106 in Park. Stop chasing Rap City. You're mm-hmm. in the spot, you know. Right. So, yeah, it was it was. It was lovely to work for the team. Everybody at BT is good. I still have a good relationship with, with everybody that I met there. And, you know, shout them out. And, you know, also for you, Miss um, Dory, you can actually send me, um, I can send you my information. Send me a DM, your video, whatever I can do to pass on to people that may actually help you, you know, get your stuff out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll pass on the information for you and whatever happens, happens. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Root. I'm going to grab something right now so I can yeah. get your information and send it to you. Is this your email, sir? Um, I'll give you my IG, my my Instagram. You can uh, add me at Rudimental, R-U-D-I-M-E-N-T-A-L. R-U-D-I. Uh-huh. Mental, Rudimental, M-E-N-T-A-L. Uh-huh. Records, R-E-C-O-R-D-S underscore inc 
underscore inc yes just add me there send me a a, a message and then uh, we'll connect and then i can pass you um pass you on to the people that can actually help you and see what happens with your video right so, thank you so you know, much mr yeah. uh mr rude i'll be sure to yes, make sure yeah yeah and, uh, and, and you my hallelujah track that's really mm -hmm. people really like that hallelujah mm -hmm. track i got yeah. You gotta thank you. You gotta thank these people for having it doubled up, so it just and you actually also have to thank God. Everything's Yes, you have to also thank God too. God, God is the first. Oh, you know, yeah. means so everything happens oh. for a reason. So, Yo, no, I told Alinia before we went on air, and yeah. I was going to make a musical love connection today, and I just. <laughs> but also, I was going to say, Miss Dora, if you go on, um. The post that I tagged you on from Access Granted on Instagram, I have the both of you tagged because I, I uh, put up both flyers. Okay. So oh, you tagged on Instagram or was it Facebook, Mr. Anton? I Instagram it was too. I have Instagram, so he did tag oh. us on Instagram as well. I tagged both of you on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. In, our, yeah. in the inbox, I got to double check. No, no, an actual post about yeah. I, right. I posted the flyers and tagged both of you. Oh, okay. I think I do remember earlier seeing from, something like that. Actually, I'm going to check from, that out. It's from yeah. Ad X Granted. It's from Ad X. Okay. okay. So, mm -hmm. yeah. you mentioned the Hallelujah video, which I think yeah. is a perfect segue into the video. Because I have it here and I want to get into it, but uh, I want you to officially introduce it and, and tell us a little bit about it. All right. This is my, um, my Hallelujah track. I recorded it back at the beginning of the new year. Um, it's just a song just glorifying God. I mentioned. I studied and looked up the many names of Christ, right? Um, and so it was so when I heard the beat, the hallelujah, hallelujah. And I said, well, what am I going to write? And, um, you know, I have plenty of books of, poem, of of things that I haven't recorded yet, you know. So the verses came up, you know, King Messiah, my provider, commanding Pharisees, Ramesses, Jehovah Jireh Nisi. He's majesty, royal majesties. He oversees supplying needs, the son of God, the prince of peace, the holy one, the only one, the great procedure teacher, preacher. So I just begin to, you know, search. And I have wrote this like years before I even wrote the song. That's how God will do. He'll mm -hmm. give you something. And then when it's time, you, you know, it just came right into my spirit. And I'm like, I'm just going to, the names, I just had a desire. I wanted to just honor God by every and by finding out all his many different names you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i began to i took the book and i began to put those words i had to add some stuff you know you got to tweak it up a little bit right, to get it right. on beat and so i just had so much fun with it you know just taking all the many names of christ and putting them together with this beat i really had fun doing this doing this particular track but the song is just, like I said, the many names of Christ, who he is, you know, just, Lord, just honoring you. You know what I'm saying? Just, I just want to honor you with this. And so, again, I had so much fun. And um, I recorded it out here. And we have a place called Mount Trash more like a huge park. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, ever been here. A lot of the tourists, when they come, they go to Mount Trashmore. Great place for family, kids, fun, workout. Just a beautiful place to go. So, uh my team and I, we just on top of the mountain, you know, I just, and it, you know, what's so crazy y'all. This was the dead of winter. When I tell you the Lord, the weather was so beautiful. It wasn't wow. too cold. And when you see the video, there's this guy jogging, right? And on the back, he has a scripture verse. And I'm like, oh, make sure you get that. 
I'm like, the Lord, it was so perfect. He was not part of the team. He was just there jogging and he had a scripture of Jesus on the back. I told my team, I'm like, make sure I, I want that in the video. Right. Like, sir, slow down, sir, slow down. I, in the video, I was like, oh, Lord, look. So we got mm -hmm. that and um, we just had so much fun doing it. Like I said, the Lord made sure the weather was nice. The sun was shining bright. It was That's a beautiful why, day in January. Said that was the middle of winter. I was like, are you serious? It looked like Yes, sir. It was like we did that January 1st, January 2nd of last year when I recorded it and it was not cold. I picked it, I think wow. it was like a Saturday. And I was like, Lord, thank you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't overcast. The sun was shining brightly. It was really nice out. It wasn't too cold. I'm like, thank you, Lord. You set everything up. Even that man, he was honoring you. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know he was going to run right into my video. Right. So I'm like, ooh. So Shout much out to January in Virginia Beach, man. Jeez. <laughs> right at and, 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 and with all of that being said, the song is just dope. I'm gonna just be honest with you. This this joint, uh, I I love this joint right here. So let's get into this joint. This is Hallelujah by my girl Miss Dora. The righteous leader, he's a keeper, he's alive, he never lies, never ending the beginning. King of kings, Lord of lords, forevermore in the highest, he's the wisest, anointed one, the promised one, glorious, omnipotent. King of the Jews, the greatest jewel, creator of all things, knowing all things, the supreme being, all seen, never forsake a way maker, the trinity, divinity, serenity, Jesus Christ, eternal life, he gave his life, he paid the price, Jesus Christ, eternal life, he gave his life, he paid the price, hallelujah, hallelujah, he pulled me through, brought me through, hallelujah, hallelujah, where would I be, what would I do, thank you, hallelujah, hallelujah, he pulled me through, brought me through, hallelujah, hallelujah, where would I be? What would I do? Alpha and Omega, he's Mega. Emmanuel, the son of man. The advocate, he's adamant. Everlasting father, ever father. Mediator, pastor, master. The final judge holding no grudge. The good shepherd with a clean record. Rose is sharing, always caring. The living word, so superb. The bread of life, he saved my life. The true vine, so divine. The almighty, great and mighty. The high priest, prophet, carpenter. Son of David, bright and morning star. You are chief cornerstone, the great I am. Wonderful. Counselor, the Lamb of God, praise God, yes. the living God, the only true God, Jesus Christ, eternal life. Yes. He gave his life, he paid the price. Calvary. Jesus Christ, eternal life. He gave his life, he paid the price. Calvary. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Very good. Very good. Thank you. I just, had, I just had an epiphany. When I watched that video the first time, I kept saying, she looks like somebody, she sounds like somebody, she looks like somebody, she sounds like somebody. You are Heather B. doing gospel rap. Exactly. <laughs> Who, oh my Yo, God. Heather B. Exactly. Exactly. 
and, and you know, and, and you know what too? And she sure. still has, and she still has the Heather, the Heather B edge to it too. Yeah, you know that's what I really like. It's 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 not, you know, fake. Oh, thank the Lord. It's still in her her era, her age, her time, yes. and it, yeah, it's still hitting very, very hard, but it's still getting message out to, mm-hmm. to other kids that probably, you know, they, they'll tap in eventually. That's really good. I like it. It was dope. Hey, she, doesn't know who Heather, she doesn't know who Heather B is, so I have to, I have to share a picture. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Let me see. Uh, she, she, she's an icon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never. I'm gonna have to go now. I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and. Over. Yes, you're gonna have uh, to. Yeah. Right. I did not, Heather, how did I miss that? I don't get it. I know you know Queen Latifah, the Brad. I really, Bailey I really want to play. I really want to play a Heather B song right now, but I know YouTube and Facebook are going to mute. They're gonna ding you. Heather B. I've <laughs> never. Literally just hit me. Type it right, right out, right down Heather B, and make sure after you check right. it out because that's gonna add another layer to you who you are. Once you see what who's what he's talking about, it's because it was a great compliment what he's saying. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Hey, I'm gonna look into her now, y'all, for real. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. See, somebody else is saying Heather B from BD. Yeah. Also, how did I miss her? She's a you know like. Older rapper, how? Cause y'all look, I'm into the older, older rappers. Like I said, MC Light. How did I you, miss her? You about to get up? some fire, so you're good. So you, you're you're about to you're about to get some new food. So yeah, yeah. So once you listen to her, I don't know if you listen to it, but she's uh she's one of the co-hosts um on Sway in the Morning. That comes oh, on. Really? Okay, yeah. no, I, I mean I know who Sway I know who Sway is. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I've I've never not that I can recall I've never and like I guess I've been compared to a lot of the great Shaw you know Queen Latifah the brat you know I've been compared to but I've yeah. never heard of her y'all. If heads well, only knew, I, I if heads only about. that's just one of yeah she's fire. Yeah. That's well, thank y'all. I'm, I'm gonna look fire. her up, y'all, because I want to know all this. Fire. <laughs> all fire, all fire, all fire. That's but the video I, I was gonna send to you too, Mr. Uh, Turu. That was the Hollywood. Okay, okay. But I, I, I like your sound. I, I like it. I get it. And actually, what I'm hearing, you know, it actually can blend with other stuff that's out there before I would even hear it to say it's a gospel record, you know. So you right. have a very good sound that's not, you know. Most people, when I hear them trying to do gospel, they're doing a little bit too much with the expression right. in, in vocal instead of just really being with being themselves and coming from the gut, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel your passion. I feel your gut, your ad-libs. Everything is just hitting on point. I like it. I get it. Right. I like it. Thank y'all yeah. so much. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I told y'all I'm going to do this for the Lord. I ain't playing. People better watch out. <laughs> I love it. I'm not playing for the Lord. We're going in hard. I'm going in for the Lord, like, yeah. ready or not. And that's, you, that's why you needed. This was supposed to happen. Right. You were supposed to hear everything that's being said right now. This is just part of it, that laying it out. Because even the experiences like that Too Rude, it, you know, has expressed about you know, um, you know, how he kind of transitioned and the things that he did to get to the point that he's at and then how some of those connections intertwine. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be fed from all of this. Oh, and absolutely. then when you go and, 
and look at you know some stuff on heather b that right there girlfriend i'm excited i can't I wait to check her out don't do it it's a wrap don't do it you will get a copyright <laughs> no, but, but you have you have to you have to thank Antoine though because yeah he he hit it right he hit the nail right on the head he's right he even right even, even even similarities in the voice and just the whole mannerisms when you were and I don't know yes. I watched it that was my third time watching that video I don't know why it just hit me this time I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like that's Heather B Faith. yeah boom yeah. I might even be yeah. about the same height and the same complexion, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you might, you might as well get on a feature right now. I'm like, man, reach out and just get on a feature. I, I think that that would, that would be dope. I think she would actually do it too, to be honest. I don't know how to get to her, but I will be honored. Man, she she's on sway. Just send her a message. Send her send her a clip. Okay. Send her a message. Just reach out. Hey, the one thing that I've learned is all they can all they can do is say no. Yeah. You'd be yep. surprised at the people that I invite on this show. All they can do is say no. Yep. But for, every, to us. but for every 10 that says no, I end up getting like one or two of them. Two rude told me no. It's not gonna hurt. Two rude did that. He told you no. No, he didn't. No, he I didn't. did not. I don't move like that. Exactly, my first time. <laughs> you don't, you don't move like that. No, no. The, it, it's, it's a value. If anybody's interested in anything that you're you're doing, you know, for you to really, you know, cop an attitude and be like, oh, they're not big enough for me, or I can't do that show because, nah, no. You know, <laughs> if, if, if you're doing this for the love, then you're really doing it for the love. And everybody, every nook, every cranny, every corner, every speckle, everything counts if this is what you love and this is what you're, you're doing so you know and i yeah. do thank you guys thank mj thank righteous for actually inviting me and having me around your platform and everything too i do appreciate it so thank you guys for having me on your show absolutely so too rude i do have your youtube channel pulled up and i i do want to get into some of your videos as well i'll play whatever you want me to play but i want to ask you just because yes, yes. I, feel, I always feel like producers are like mad scientists like you guys have producers y'all y'all different it, it takes a lot to go and sit in a studio literally for hours and pick and pick and pick and pick and layer and layer and layer mm -hmm. talk a little bit about your creative process um when you're in the studio man and, and, and putting beats together um, my creative process is I, I, I like to push myself. I like to, you know, the, everyone likes to tend to stick with the same sound and everything, but I came up in music due to my family just playing, you know, all kinds of music in the house. So I, I'm pretty eclectic. I listen to everything from R&B, jazz, hip hop, rock, you name it. And so when I when I go to make music, I do like to draw for different little things to add to what it is that I do. Sometimes my my sound is even close to borderline busy, but I do my process of eliminations for the sounds that I pick and choose for them to pop in, pop up tastefully at at different times to to do what it it's doing for what I'm trying to paint. 
you know. So my my process is always to push myself and not to always not to be regular, not to sound alike, and 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 I really I train my ear mostly with older music, not just new music, because I respect the older music because back then it was a lot harder, but they made a lot of amazing hits. They didn't have the computers to be able to just record something and then we'll go back to that part. No, you had to hit it one time, that bass line rugged, the drums going in, strings or piano, whatever have you, has to be on. So that kind of discipline and studying that magic and also studying the the fact that a lot of these songs, whether it's SOS band too, different things that, that come with different feelings, they reached for those melodies and those melodies and, and everything that they, they created out of wherever came for me, what I in my studying, from that the time that they're in. It was how they walk, how they spoke, how they dress, everything. So the melodies, the sounds, the change, I I learned to study and get all of that, all of that picture, painting the picture that way. It's, yeah. it's very important to the art that a lot of people aren't tapping in. A lot of kids, there's some that are, but not all the kids aren't tapping into that part of the magic yeah. that makes you have your own individuality with the music. You can do your trap stuff. You can do any, whatever your drill, whatever it is you want to do, but having that little extra to make you push and go a little bit further so you really do have your own sound mm -hmm. and you're not doing what everybody else does and it's just so, ah, so regular. I, I, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I try to, I try to run from that as much as possible. So even where I'm at, say in, in, in the industry, I'm just really at a place to where, you know, I've, I've done everything up and down in the game, money, getting robbed, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just at a place to where I'm comfortable now with, with the, the gifts that God has blessed me with to where I have my own independent label. I can put out the music whenever I want. So whenever I feel mm -hmm. like being artistic, I just put it out. And awesome. I'm not here being hungry, begging for anything. The blessing right. is that people do find the music yep. and they do purchase it, they buy it. But it's better to just be, for me, I, I'm not speaking for anybody else, but for me to just be comfortable and just empty out my art as much as possible yeah. and let people find it and keep moving, keep growing that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So that has brought me other work in different places for like whether film, television stuff, but it's, it's brought me work being that consistent because then people can check and see what my catalog is saying. Well, yeah, did he put that out? Okay. That's, that's different. And right. you know, so yeah. But, but for just that, that creative process, like yes. when do you know, that is right. Um, I I do a dance. There's a, there's a certain kind of movement. I don't know. There's, there's there's a certain thing that happens to my body when it's there, when it's yeah, really really it. right, and in the movements and in the, the arrangements of everything. There's a personal dance for me that kind of happens. Mm -hmm. That kind of tells me, yeah, if I'm not doing that dance, then I'm I'm far away from it. I'm 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 not there. Right. You want to do the dance now? You want to show us the dance? Or um uh, okay um we we can we can go to harlem dapper walk that's just all dance no vocals no nothing so you can go to that one if you want you know and 
I don't know. I don't know how it is. I don't know. It's just my body. I can't. I can't show you the dance unless I'm hearing something. Right. Unless yeah. he's in the yeah. moment, yeah. Antoine. Yeah. How you yeah. gonna put yeah. man on the spot? Oh, he's he, he's right to put me on the spot because that's entertainment. People want to see right. this dance. What, what, what is this thing that you do? Is it jiggle, right. jiggle? Is it a wiggle? Is it a wave? What is it? I don't know. You know. So yeah. When when it happens and a certain parts moving, I'm like, okay, that's it. We're, we're there. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. So. All right, man. Which one of your videos do you want to get into? Um, let's do Harlem Dapper Walk. Um, yeah, I just oh, so released that not too long ago. Yeah, do the dance. And um, shout out to the electric roller that's in this. He, um, if you're playing the video with the dude on the electric yep. unicycle, right. um, that's the electric roller. Shout out to him. Um, I got the, the the footage from him riding around the city. And uh, I edited the video to to this to to the song. So shout him out, shout out MJ, shout out Righteous. There we go. Call him Dapper Walk. Shout out um, Dapper Dan. This is paying homage to him. They don't know about Dapper Dan, bro. They they, they have to do some homework though. Dapper Dan, come on now. More Let's homework. Go. <laughs> More homework. Mm-hmm.
Taking that song and, and turning that into a, a real amazing house track. That'd be nice. I yeah, love what that, they do. I love the sound out there. So yeah, right. yeah. That, that so what made you name um, call it the Harlem Dapper Walk? Um, the this this track was used in Jamaica for um I, uh, for a beauty pageant they had out there, and because it's my first time being asked to make music for like um, um, a beauty pageant, fashion show, kind of thing like that. Uh, when I think of fashion, I like edgy stuff. And I always like the work of what uh, Dapper Dan does. Dapper Dan, uh, even what he did for, for hip hop. And when I was in New York around that time too, the people I always used to see wearing his stuff, it was always catered to who those individuals were. You can see a jacket that he made for somebody else and pick it up and put it on and think that it's going to look, it just doesn't work like that. So it was right. a, a cool kind of art, a cool kind of statement back then, you know, so mm -hmm. Dapper Dan would make the rapper's gears, different people's gear and stuff like that stand out. And the fact that he ended up working also for Gucci, kind of saving them mm -hmm. in, in, to, to some degree. Um, yeah, I have a lot of respect for that dude, and I'm happy to see the transitions of where he came from to what he's still out here right. doing. Yeah. Right. So, this is a salute to him and his success. I do not know this man at all, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I was raised in New York around that time, and, you know, I have some friends and stuff like that in Harlem, and that's so I was able to be around there. I did the Apollo and different things like that, and... You know, that's what I missed about New York, too. Instead of just going to the movies, you had things like that to do. You could go to Live at the Apollo and different things like that. That was just right. not your average regular, but it was still food for you as a human being to take in these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it does a lot for you and your character just to take in life that way. It was, it was really good. Did a lot of good for me. Right. Hey, he... He did more than kind of save Gucci, bro. I ain't gonna say that Gucci was like no longer existent, but he definitely 
Lee, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he helped, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He elevated. Yeah. He elevated. But you see, a, a, a lot of that happened when the that little blackface thing happened, right? When that mm-hmm. that's when he really saved the day because, yeah, I was like, oh, that was Gucci, but then everybody's there still wearing Gucci, but they're supporting him. You know, so right. yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, you can't keep trying to do that fight when you know someone like Dapper Dan's involved. You kind of question that. You're kind of gonna question him, but you know, a, still a statement had to be made to also fight that to some degree. You know, but yeah, right. it is what it is. Let me stay out of the politics. We run out of there. <laughs> Let me get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A question for uh, the both of you: What's an artist or producer that you would love to have the opportunity to? I'm going to say have a studio session with to work with because these days we're in the age of technology mm-hmm. where you can take a beat mm-hmm. and you can email it. And ah, you sure can. You can do a lot. And all of that, and and you can lay your vote. If you had the opportunity to sit in a studio session with an artist or a producer, and I'm even going as far as say dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, okay. So I have, I could think of two people off top. Of course, Tupac was alive. I would love to be in a session with him. And I'm also a big fan on J. Cole. So if Mm. I could sit down with anybody, it would be J. Cole, like, I'm just, just him as an artist, as a person, his humility, like, I would love just to sit down with him in the studio and just hear him give me words of wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be, that would be phenomenal for me just to sit down with Mm -hmm. J. Cole, y'all. I've been a fan of him for a long time, like. I just love his work. And like I said, I also love his humility. The way that man just carries himself so great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just think of that scripture that says, you know, never think more highly of yourself. Deal with ordinary people. And J. Cole is the epitome of ordinary people. As big as he is, his whole demeanor is just regular. Like, I'm a regular human being. Like, it just, to me, he acknowledges, he acknowledges you know, um, I don't want to say the fleshly side, but when I mean the fleshly side, I, he acknowledges how human he is. No matter how high he gets, the way he carries himself, he is always saying, look, I'm regular, I'm human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I love that about J. Cole. On top of his lyrics, I just, I love the way he carries himself. It's just so humbling. I love it. Nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> He did a very, uh, he did one of the more interesting, uh, I guess, promotional uh, kind of things for one of his albums. Um, and what, what was the album that's named after uh, the street that he lived on? For, Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, he actually, he actually had some kind of a contest where his fans could win a trip to that house that he actually grew up in, in North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. And like do a listening party in headphones. They oh, could, nice. They could sit in any part of the house that they wanted to and just literally listen to the phone. So just imagine 
Ms. Dora, you having the opportunity to go to a bedroom and lay on the head. Yeah, we all in it. Because that 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 album was such a vibe about, you know, the way he grew up and came up and stuff to actually be in the home, you know, that influenced so much of that music. I I I don't know if he came up with that or if that was his team, but I just thought that that was a genius, a genius idea to promote. Yes, I just, that's like, it's actually like a documentary of that if you go and check it out. I think wow. I do remember um, when that came out, there was something and he was like going around in the house just kind of talking about uh, certain important parts. I think I do. I think I did watch something like that around that time when he yeah. dropped the album. I watched that thing like four or five times. It's a really amazing uh documentary. Chiru, what about you, bro? Um, I'll start with Dead. <laughs> um, Producer-wise, I would say for me, where where a lot of the food would come from for me would be James Brown. Yeah, Ooh. I would I, I would Ooh. definitely like to be in a studio and, and sit sitting around and be around his energies, creativity, the, the way he was disciplined, the way mm-hmm. very disciplined, very militant and got what he wanted so his sound could really pop and be what it was. That's why he had to be militant. Anybody really slacking on the notes or dragging a note when it's supposed to be a tight note, mm-hmm. it's not going to work, you know? Mm-hmm. So just to be around that and and see how, yeah, where, where all that really came from, that like the sounds and everything that he created, which also helped to enhance hip-hop, you know? The, the the sounds that he created it it came from a, a serious place he had a very serious life but I could tell off of in the orchestrated sounds and little different things and how how the drums would hit even even where he came from when he did uh, I'm Black and I'm Proud as a little yeah. anthem with the with the kids and everything like that that kind of artistry yeah I would I would I would want to be around that uh, another person too would be uh, Curtis Mayfield. Mm. Um, crazy, crazy writer, but he wrote from his his now, you know, mm. and and that 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 kind of place to to of, of how the amazing records that these individuals made, it, it's not being done the same way. They wrote kind of fearlessly um, back then, and they were telling it like it is, and the sound was the time the sound was exactly what was going on it was it was the way the shoes looked it was the kind of tires on the car it was the way the door opened and closed in the car Mm -hmm. it was just just all of those things that 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 i've learned to to really feel and see from from really studying that music and even studying my aunts uncles that that grew up in the era and and just all of that, I, I, I learned to see that, yeah, that was them. That was that was the dance. That was the pants. That was the skirts. That was the hair. That was everything. And the times that they were living, they were fighting for us to be as comfortable as we are right now. Yeah. So they were more hardcore than a lot of stuff that's going on right now mm-hmm. because that fight was a lot more serious than anything that we're protesting about. When it came to stuff, they weren't doing all that like that back then. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was a lot harder. You know, so yeah. Um, alive, alive. I would say 
I'll put Brandy in my alive right now because I think Brandy is is extremely yes. underrated for yes. what she's quite capable of doing. Yes. Like she is like yeah, everybody. Not to cut y'all off because I've been a fanatical friend of Brandy before mm. Beyonce. There was Brandy, yes, and that's she paved the way before Beyonce. Mm. There was Brandy because they, yes. mm. it ain't no shade against Beyonce. I mm. love Beyonce, mm -hmm. but before Beyonce, it mm -hmm. was Brandy for a long time. Mm. You hear me? Yeah, yep. I, I love Brandy. I love me some Brandy. Y'all, they sleep I on her, but not get enough credit. <laughs> Real, she does. She she right. does a lot of tricks. She does a lot of tricks that people are missing. That people yeah. miss her amazing, so much vocal oh, acrobatics that she just does naturally with ease. Yeah. But you know, she, that's why she's such a monster. You can go ahead and try to sing up against Brent, but she does does one sentence and just the way she flips it and does everything just to get yeah. to the line is like yeah. eh, okay i don't want no more it's a wrap it's a wrap yeah. so yeah. i i think she's amazing but then uh the new artist um doja yeah. doja cat i think she's slept on too i think that girl's a monster a doja cat i'm sorry she's kind of like a monster because she's kind of creative she pushes it so yeah. compared to what's going on around her era and what everybody else is doing, uh, she would get the win for me because she's actually wow. taking it there and pushing it as a artist. So she's really going there as an art, trying new things, pushing it, and the success she's having with the sound that she has compared to what everybody else is doing, uh, her as an individual with the relationship she's developed with, the people in the industry for her to grow. I, I'm, I'm, I, I do my homework on a lot of people. So to see that, to see her in the now, and then also to see, can't wait to see what, what comes of her in the, in the future. She can only grow and get better. But when you listen to that girl sing, she's got it. When you listen to that girl rap, she's, she's a little monster in there. But everybody's fighting to say, oh, you can't, like, she can't call her a rapper because she does pop music. Yeah, but... One day she decides to say, you know, I'm going to just, just to show you guys something, I'm just going to do a straight rap album. I think people will be in trouble because I think she'll be dedicated to put her whole heart into it and put the foot up somebody's monkey. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, this, this, that's a kid I believe in. I really, I really like to see her growth. I, I'm, I, I don't know these people. I would love to work with them. But for what I'm seeing, these are the, the, the individuals that I like. So, Brandy. I would I would love to hear uh, a new album from her. Absolutely. That 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 really kicks some butt. Like really, yeah. Give her give her yeah. Give her everything she needs. You know. I don't. I I would. I I you know. Props to Beyonce and everything, but I don't. I wouldn't want to see her do the same sound. Yeah. That she just came with. Now come with a different sound. Come with your sound and what you do. But because Beyonce did that. Leave that alone. Let her get everything from there with what's going on. Any artist advice I would give you coming up right now is always create a different lane. Give me something new. Always give me or have something new to, to offer instead of doing what everybody else is doing and mm -hmm. falling on, on the train. Try to kind of break it a little bit. Push the sound to be something different and not give me what everybody else is doing. In order for you to stand out and be a star, 
show me your individuality. That's what I want to see and rock it all the way out and be that you, if you got in your it, show the world your it and fight for that all the way until everybody sees your it. Right. That's it. And that's actually what I love about that hallelujah song that we listened to from Ms. Dover earlier because I don't listen to a lot of gospel hip hop, but I listen to it enough to know that that's totally different than any hip hop that I've ever, ever heard. I wasn't joking when I said that she's like Heather B meets (laughs) (laughs) filling the blood. Combination. Heather B B meets who she is. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How did I miss? I don't understand. That's like, not like you can look it you're, up. You're not missing anything. It's right on time. This is a, yep. It was made for you to listen to Catch yep. Heather B right now. You that didn't one. miss one thing. You should right. just say thank you to him because he I, should just tell you, you're welcome. I, <laughs> he just blessed you. I can't wait he, to He blessed you. Tonight, mm. like when we get off this air. I can't wait. I'm to so tired to play so a song. I know the song that I want to, but I, I, I can't. I, I, I want to go on Facebook. And I'm even gonna tag you, Miss Ann. I'm like, look, y'all, this guy just told me who is Heather B, y'all. Why y'all ain't telling me who Heather B was? Mm-hmm. Her Kenny Parker me? days. Let's get that. You know what I mean? The days of Kenny Parker. Her Kenny Parker stuff. Everything that Kenny Parker produced for her back in the day. Fire. Mm-hmm. That's Karis one's brother. Yeah. And her husband is Jungle. No, I'm sorry, Horse, who had the best verse on Nas's Uchiwali song. Okay, okay, okay. That's her husband. Okay, oh, so that's cool. Her husband. That's her husband? That's I didn't husband. know that till now. been married for years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm excited. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if it was Jay-Z or if it was somebody else that dissed Nas and told, and, and, and in that verse it says that Husband's Gucci Wally verse was better than yours. I think it was Jay Z. Now that I'm thinking about it, he had the best verse on that song. But anyway, so <laughs> I want to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, like the importance of being independent and Ooh. the way that you kind of look at things and handle things. You know, on the business side, I think too rude. I know it's changed a lot since you've gotten into the game. Um, you know more so gone away from like the physical copies as far as tapes and CDs and, and vinyl and all of that kind of stuff. And now and everything is, you know, geared towards streaming and all of that stuff. Um, talk a little bit about, and actually I think this will be like a good learning point for Ms. Dora, who's actually new to the game um, as far as, you know, just the, the business standpoint of it, because I always feel like this is a part that's kind of overlooked when we have these kind of conversations and it's very important. Um. Okay, so I'm going to be all the way live with it because um, building a team is, is, is one of the most important things that you really need to focus on if you're really going to take it there to get all the way there. But it, building a team takes time as well to have the right team. You know, you'll have a team, but then you might have a whole bunch of people that aren't the right one. You know, yeah. so in this game, how it works, you you may have success, but in the time that you have your biggest success, 
you you might learn things the hard way. You might get robbed. Someone skimmed a little bit of this off of here. Someone skimmed some of that off of there, and a whole chunk over there. And you know, it it's it happens with the game. It happens in here, and it doesn't have to happen to you. But for you to understand how it works, it has happened to the best of them. And it's it's not saying it's cold, and you have to. But a lot of people go through it. And your desire to be here in the music is a part of your fight. You're going to get roughed up here and there, whatever. But if you desire to be here, you're going to make it through the little rough times here and there and whatever. But all the rough times is things you don't want to skip. That's the most important parts that you need to learn. Anybody that really wants the easy way to just, I just want to jump from here and go to there. And you want to forget about all this middle part here. That's the danger. So the destiny, the course that you're supposed to be on, it's it's everything that you go through is a part of it. So, you know, understanding how your publishing and your copyright and all of these things, the business part, all of these things are most important to learn that stuff. When you have your song done to register it right away, that gives you mm-hmm. safety off the bat. And anybody comes out at some point and wants to um, claim your stuff and say that they own it. No, because as soon as you were finished your work, you registered it, had it done right, instead of being lazy and I'll just wait till after. No. As soon as you're done, register your stuff, have it there ready to go. Even if you later on end up changing the name, it's better right off the bat as soon as you're finished working to get that done. It's it's something that's going to help to save you in the long run. Yes. being independent and learning how to, I guess, do your own accounting. You know, it's, it's a certain amount of streams making it makes a certain amount of money. Making your distributors accountable, because I had to do it when I first started being independent doing the streaming stuff. So I used to go over my numbers with just a card underneath the, the, the screen and write down these amounts because it was blowing my mind that, not a, a, a bunch of us should have gotten together to argue and fight this from the jump, but everybody's just so happy to be here. Yeah. But there's no way a stream should be less than a penny. How is it possible that you can tell me you're paying me with something that doesn't exist? I can't hold less than a penny in my hand. I can't mm-hmm. go somewhere and add that to my bill for the stream that it is. So we should fight to get a lot more than what we get for a stream, right? So when you, you, you do your stuff digitally, you're really getting next to nothing. You need a lot of streams to make some money doing it this way independent. Now, if you're really running yourself as a label, there's pockets of people that won't go put their cards online to go buy your stuff digitally and stuff like that. So to invest in getting CDs, people that buy CDs, invest in vinyl, people that still buy vinyl, that's still a good chunk of money to be earned, but you have to do that work to go and get that. And everything that it takes to collect that, it's a good chunk of money, but you you have to put in the work to go cover in all those avenues that having digital, a digital platform, stuff on digital platforms won't get you. People, there's a lot of people that would still pay you good money for their physical copy. They don't have time for all that other stuff because they're not in that part of the world yet. Yeah. So 
forgetting about that is forgetting about a big chunk of money if you don't cater to that part of it. But, you know, I've, I've been in this game for a long time, made money, been robbed, but I learned the most out of being robbed. It taught Ooh. me to, I to learn every part of So even from down to mixing, mastering, music videos, all of that, I learned the whole kit and caboodle. So now when I mentor other kids and, and help other people, I know what I'm talking about through my experiences. Now me doing new deals, I know what I want. I know now if someone says, hey, you know, if I sent them an instrumental and they go ahead and put vocals on the instrumental and boom, 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 and if they say, hey, send me the files. If you don't have paperwork done before you go ahead and send all the files to that track that they want, right. you are completely screwed because to them now that becomes a new master. You don't have any argument or nothing. They don't have to pay you if they don't want to because there's a brand new master right there that they own. You gave them kick drum, hi-hat, bass line, chords, all that, and you didn't have any agreement stating that you are the master owner of the files that you sent, the right. music that you sent. If you don't have that paperwork done, you're screwed. One right. million percent. So... You know, little little things that you, you know, we, we all get happy-go-lucky and we want to, you know, oh, okay, cool, I'm a team player. Right, right. They, they want you to be that sucker. They want you to do that. Oh, yeah, but as soon as it's sent, it's this. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, too rude. I want right. to yeah. ask you something um, yeah. as you're on the topic of masters. Um, yes. This has been talked about on social media for days now. Uh, Irv Gotti, Murder Inc., was recently on Drink Champs. Yep. And of course, he went all the way in on Ashanti. Yes. Uh, about the personal relationship, which I really don't care about. But mm -hmm. there is a part of that interview where he talks about the fact that he refuses to give her her masters back because he played such an integral part in the music. And I used to always think that it was selfish for a label to just want to have complete control of the masters. But he says something in this interview that kind of stuck with me and made a little more sense to me. He says that artists like Ashanti, Ja Rule, whoever, have plenty of ways that they can still make money. You know, they're, fort they're fortunate enough to be in a position where they can still tour and make money off of shows and merchandise as long as they're not caught up in one of those crazy like 360 deals they can still make pretty much a lot of money off of them you know off of just putting in the work but he said what about the label who can't go out and do shows and so on and so forth you know what i mean he was like how do i eat how do i continue to eat off of the work that i put in if i give you your masters back how do you feel about how do you feel about that? Um, it depends. For me, for my side of it, it depends on his, his involvement. Um, yes, because he owns the Masters, that's, that's pretty much what you're in the game for is that kind of ownership that right. gives you the right to, to do that. But if he produced records for her, he still would eat because he's 
uh, he owns 50% of the music, whatever. She owns her lyrical part, whatever, whatever. And she'll still be able to sell the music. He'll still be able to get his royalties for right. his cut in on it, blah, blah, blah. But um, I guess for him, he just sees the full advantage of taking the whole pie. But I still think if she wrote and she did stuff I'm, and he's still selling the music, she's still going to make money as well. Isn't she? Right. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you, would to, you, you would have to go and watch that part of the interview <laughs> to, to yeah. kind of uh, hear everything that he was saying. It yeah. definitely made me look at it a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, most artists, sorry, I'm saying most artists would say they're going to go back and re-record the song and redo it, but... But if you go ahead and do that, that's still just going to be to your fans a new record. It's not the same record that they fell in love with. You may have the same lyrics and this and that going on, but it's still not the same record they fell in love with that had that feeling, that mood. You can go ahead and remake. You can remake it all you want, but the fan base and the real people that fell in love with you and your music, they're going to want that mastered version that they first got. Right. The original. So, it's nothing like yeah. the original. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. The original. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned that. He mentioned that she may have possibly gone into the studio with another producer and tried to redo a song, and it didn't come out. You know, the same. As good as the original. Yeah. That's why she started trying to get. And then he was like, uh, she asked at one time to just have the instrumentals back, the instrumentals to the song, and he was like, uh. I'm not falling for the, the the banana in the tailpipe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because if you, if, right. of course, if he gives her the access to those instrumentals, then, you know. It's a new master. She yeah. re-records all the vocals on top of that, and he's definitely chopped out of the, the thing. Right. But, like I said, if he produced, if he had anything with producing any of those instrumentals, he still would get his cut out of being a producer on that record right so yeah well now he's about to sell the whole catalog to some rich guy for 250 million dollars so ashanti's gonna have to go to that guy and kind of stuff anyway so miss dora i I, please be on top of your business honey please be on top yeah i'm still still learning but um even like the team I'm with now, he's like, y'all want to stay independent, you know, that way you'll have more control and have the rights to your masters and things like that. So that's just pretty much where I am. I am learning about it. Cause I really don't know. It's like, I was at a point like, Lord, I just want to do music. I just want to write and rap, but I understand that it's a business mm-hmm. that is, you know, very vital for me as an artist to, to know the business aspect of the music. Yeah, you know, so I'm learning more, um, just learning more as much as I can about it, and uh, I thank God for people that He is sending in my way who, you know, are helping me to learn it, helping me in in, in those areas. So, uh, yeah, y'all, I got a a lot to learn. Yeah, there's 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 books mm-hmm. to pick up and do yourself a favor and, and find one of those books, uh, those any of those entertainment books for yourself. Um, trusting people is just not the way to go, especially when you're as talented as you are. Everybody's really going to want to rob you in the pocket of everything you don't know. 
So right. anything you don't know, yeah, someone's going to come in there and grab that I don't know bag from you, right? Mm -hmm. So as a young artist coming up, it's better for you to secure yourself and really apply yourself into really educating. You have the talent. So educate yourself on the business so nobody can really yeah. fool you at all. It's better to know than not to know. Don't be that I don't be the I don't know person, you know, I, I don't know. Then everybody's going to come for you. Yeah, they, they're going to everybody's going to pop up because that's a place for them to eat. Everywhere you don't know, that's a plate. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's better for you to, there's, we have everything. You have YouTube, people talking and, and teaching you on YouTube and a lot more places for you to get the food and the education you need for you to, to, to help yourself moving forward. There's books, but there's other people on YouTube talking about it, educating you and, and mentoring people on how the business works. So find somebody that just doesn't dance around a conversation that's very direct to the point pretty raw and real about how the business is, those people would uh, rather keep those as your best friends because they save you a lot of a lot of fluff and a lot of time. So they get straight to the point and you just understand that this business, as much as you love it, it's not a beautiful business, but if you have the talent and you, this is what you love to do, as yeah. long as you know that, you'll be all right. So if anything okay. crazy comes at you, it's not even going to be crazy because you already know right. that's what happens in the business. You just right. get out the way, you know, that's it. Right. Yeah. That's some good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. This was a good it's interview. Bad. Bad. Love it. I love it. Um, just talk about any projects that you guys have coming up in the, in the near future. And then I want to get into this, this last video, which I love the name of I'm a working progress. Yep. I love um, that name. So what happened, guys, is I was supposed to originally drop an album at the end of June. Um, I joined, and, I, and this is how I know God is setting me up. Um, shout out to uh, to Byron, 2B1 Music. Um, he's a, a gospel singer, just great man of God. And he's actually mentoring me right now, just uh, teaching me everything that I need to know and uh, making sure, you know, we just stay in, in God's God's will the music like long story short like even dressing you know what i'm saying just making sure that i'm always presentable now that i'm really rapping for the lord not that i ever dress you know provocatively right. I, I, i'm a lace type girl i love lace to see through stuff still keep it respectable my grandma raised me like that she always said you can accentuate your assets you don't have to show your skin so shout out to you your grandma to make sure Cause you know, coming also for looking from a male perspective and things like that. So I had started working with him when I first started doing music, he was gospel and everything. And then we reconnected. So I really feel like the Lord is, he's the person that I'm supposed to be, um, to be working with right now. So we pushed the album back right now. Um, you all, like I said, on my social media, I had this new thing called Miss Doris talk where I give an encouragement word, um, just from the Lord many different things that I'm, I just encourage the people about. It's called Miss Dora's Talk. So we're trying to build my content up, you know, before we do other things, let's build the fan base more. Yeah. Let's get you out there more because people constantly want to see what you got going on. Even investors and other people want to see, well, what are you doing? You know, how are you staying relevant? Right. Where, you know, where, who's this new girl we're always seeing out. So what I'm doing right now is building up new content. Um, like I said, 
right now I'm, I, I'm getting ready to drop the song uh, God Is All I Got. I have a small snippet of it on my social media. If y'all want to go check it out, it's a small snippet. But that video should be dropping hopefully sometime this week. So that's going to be a single I'm getting ready to drop. I can't really say I, I have music ready for album for an album. You know, I have stuff, but there's no real like certain date. Um, whenever I feel the need to record something or whatever, um, Byron, he liked the song. He's like, we're going to push this. You know, he's like, we're going to push it. And um, I got another song I'm working on called Father Raise Me Up. You know, it's just saying, uh, Lord, you know, I was out there in the world. Um, you know, people, the world, I gave it up. People used me up. My father raised me up. You know, he, he never, let me see. Father raised me up. He never, he never left me, you know, in those areas, those, those, those lyrics I have up there. And it's just me telling the Lord, look, Lord, you know, I was out there. I was doing this. The world, that ate me up. People gave me up. My father raised me up. He never gave me up. Won't you raise me up? So I'm just telling the Lord, this is what happened. The world ate me up. People used me up. When I turned to the world, when I turned to people, you know, I put my trust in them. But even throughout all that, Lord, you never gave me up. You were still there, still guiding me, still loving me, and still leading me. When I wasn't even being obedient, the Lord was still leading me. When I just, like I said, I was in the world, whatever, not paying God no mind. He never gave me up. Even... Even when everyone else did, when the world, because that's how the world will use you up. The world don't love you. They don't care for you. People will use you up, disappoint you, let you down. So this song, I'm just, Lord, I'm surrendering to you. Lord, raise me up. Now it's time for me, Lord, to rate for you to raise me up. Like I'm ready now. The world, I gave it up. My father raised me up. Like I'm, I'm willing to, uh, many are called, but few are chosen. So it's like, mm -hmm. Lord, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Lord, I need you to raise me up now in this time, in this moment. Now is the time to move. Now is the time to walk in the anointing and the manifestations that you have for me. So the song is about really just surrendering. Lord, mm -hmm. you know, I admit what I was doing out there wasn't right, Father. Forgive me for wasting time. But Lord, now I got myself together. I hear you. I hear you, Lord. Raise me up now. Let's go. Let's, 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 let's take your kingdom to the next level. So... That's something I'm working on. I plan to go finish um, writing that maybe this week, get in the studio and record that. Another video might come after that. So those are the two songs that I'm working on right now. Again, I don't have like a set time, y'all, on the album. Hopefully um, I will. But right now, whatever I feel in my heart, the Lord is leading me to write and the drop, we're going to just run with that. Yeah. I think that's a lot. I think that's the road that a lot of artists are going these days. You know, it takes yeah. time to project together but yeah. you know, literally you know finish up a song at 839 and it can be you know with the click of a button all around the world at like 842 so yeah know, <laughs> yeah like literally just what about you? leading me y'all too rude any projects um currently working on um a project for uh, a gentleman from here of the same gentleman i i, I discussed that he started the hip hop hair. He's still following his dreams as far as doing music, but um, it sounds pretty good. So, you know, um, work, helping him uh, fulfill his dreams as far as with the music. And there's a couple of the kids that I've been mentoring and I've, I've helped to do records for that actually have some singles that I've helped them with that's about to drop all around the same time. 
and I'm in the same process of just still releasing music. So I have a couple of the singles I'm getting ready to drop. I did another remix of, um, I did a record with Glenn Lewis called About Your Love. That actually was the record that actually got him his deal. And um, I'm doing a, because when I did release that, there was a remix I did back then. But um, it just so happened that an event came up and I was asked to, you know, he needed the instrumental because he was going to be performing it at an event. So I decided, you know what? Let me just give it a little bit more, some more bass and add a little whatever and decide to touch it up so we would have something a little bit more exciting for him to revisit that song. So uh, it turned out pretty different and pretty nice, and I'm going to be releasing it as a full remix again, but I think I'm going to release the original with the original remix and then a couple of other new mixes added on to it and just make it a you know, remix EP kind of project. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. This has been fun, man. It has. Thanks for having us. It has. This was good. I feel like even though it happened by mistake, that it was kind of meant to happen. It was meant to. I feel it. I definitely feel Um, the Lord had this this linked up like this. Yeah. This was supposed to happen. And I love love the fact um, that Two Root is so willing to share his knowledge, you know, and yes. his experiences yes. and the things that he's gone through, you know. Um a lot of a lot of artists have been robbed, man, and, and gone through their ups and downs as far as the, the business side. Yeah. Because I think a lot of them forget that it's the music business, you know. They just yeah. want to focus solely on, you know, the, the music and it's it's almost like um they want to do the music and they want to make the money but they forget about everything in between stuff in between the stuff that helps you keep your money, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and we just got a recommendation for a part two. I don't know who this tail recordings and I hope I'm pronouncing that. Correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's righteous. What's happening? <laughs> awesome. You know, yeah. What's up? I know who that is. Uh, definitely, yeah. definitely would be down for um, a part two, man. But I, I just think, I just think, um, as I was saying to you, for just your transparency. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so many lessons that people that have been in the game for 10 plus years um, can share. But most importantly, I feel like artists, the newer artists need to be willing to accept the lessons, you know what I'm saying? And not come into the game feeling like I know it all. That's Time that's with, times right, were right. different. You got in the game so you can't you know yeah. uh, i i believe that's what that's what's going to save the kids just the truth <clears throat> that's what helped to save me knowing the truth and understanding even when i like there's i, I gotta salute somebody like robert townsend five heartbeats watching that and knowing there's a big red and these different little things that that happen <clears throat> even the album covers being changed because of who these gentlemen were and then how they had to market in order to get them out there for the label to make some kind of noise with them. Knowing, getting the truth and the the harshness of how the business works so when you actually face these things actually saves you from falling into a depression. You could be on top of the world and all of a sudden tomorrow a complete nobody. You have to know how how to deal with that and how to 
how to how to reinvent yourself to come back. If your gift is really the music and stuff like that, and you get robbed, yeah, people will tell you, oh, go and make the new, go ahead and make new music to get your money back. But you kind of have to have that in you. Know that you are blessed with the gift to have that. Now, somebody just telling you that is 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 one thing. But for you having it in you, your heart and your gut to have that fight to come back, reinvent yourself, and you're really doing the music and you're really coming back on some stuff to where even the people that robbed you don't even know who that is when they look over. Like, that's the kind of stuff that you really have to be doing out here with the music. You're, they expect you to be depressed, boo-hooing, wasting time because... Yeah, you're not gonna put it together and figure out one two one two to get to to come sue me or to come back and fight and make yourself get back on top so you can actually make money to be able to fight that money. It takes money to fight money, so it doesn't matter if you if you're coming back and you're reinventing yourself. You have to forget about that money you got screwed with. Fight the fight, come back, and then you can revisit that because then you have something to fight with. But if you, the 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 reason why this the art of how the business works, they want to rob you, leave you with nothing, so you have nothing to fight with. You you can all go into a, a lawsuit, and they'll run it around for some years. And yeah, you're gonna get some money, but by the time that lawyer bill comes up and whatever, and the, the money is paid, you're getting like five bucks. The lawyer got you. The lawyer got everything else. Okay. But you won. But you won your case. Yeah, but you're getting five bucks. But I won my case, though. Right? So there's, there's different kind of battles you have to pick, too. Certain things, certain losses, as much as there's a principle and all kinds of stuff, certain things for your own health and for you, you have to let go. You know, suppose you become this kind of angry person because I almost, ended up in this trap get so angry that i'm ready to go kill people i'm gonna go i'm gonna get my money right god saved me from that situation you know mm -hmm. if, if anyhow everything did follow i wouldn't be sitting here talking about anything i'll be in somewhere eating cornbread <laughs> still doing time you know i mean eating right. cornbread and you know cup of water whatever you drink in there but yeah i wouldn't be here right now talking about the music but for me to share this experience so other kids don't get themselves in the same kind of problems or waste time with that energy when that energy should be put towards the music. You should be telling your story, expressing yourself all the way with whatever pain you're feeling, make that the art. Yeah. Do it with some cool patterns, make, but be able to express yourself that way because, yeah, the, the, the depression side of it, especially when there's nobody there for you, it's a very dangerous pocket to be in. So that's why I think for me, when I help to mentor kids that are getting into this, I don't lie to them, telling them the truth so they know it. When they see it, they know to get out the way or they know how to handle it and cope with it to some degree because it was told to them. They know, okay, that I know this was going to happen. So they know how to deal with it. And I think that's important moving forward. If we want to see stars, developed in this game we need to really focus on the real truth of behind artist development when you have a real artist in your grasp that artist yeah. develop the development part is why we see a lot of great people pop up but as soon as they get used to the brim for the money they still have the magic but they've just been beat down so much through the business and everything they can't find their way out and the team now that that person is under 
that's where the development should come. Somebody that cares about this person, help them, you know, get themselves back and go back and get back in the game to fight and go make some great music. That right. pain and everything that you go through, God lets you go through all that for a reason. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that you go and if the more fearless you are about talking about the things that you've gone through, those are your songs. Those are your hits right there. You just have to survive the rough road. You gotta survive it and then spew it out in your music fearlessly. But you have to get to that point for you mentally and everything to want to really be that fighter, really want to do your music and express yourself. You know? I'm I'm fighting all the time. But I don't tell people that I'm you know, in it's just a part of the music, a part of where I'm at with my art and that's it. I'm always fighting for something new, something different, a different sound, a different whatever. Just so, you know, while I was here, while I'm not here, somebody listening to my sound can say, okay, uh, I, I get it. I see what this guy was about. They'll hear one little intricate thing that I did that they were like, oh, okay, I get I get it. You hear me? So, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just hope that kids moving forward always push themselves. And, you know, part of your art is... is Loving it so much that it's just so easy to you, and you're just so so fearless, just doing it, just just bleed your music. That's it. That's 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 good stuff. That's that's good, good stuff right there. Um, I want you guys to give your social media and your contact information, and then we're going to get into this last video, and then we're going to get out of here. How can everybody follow you guys? Oh, um, ladies, you guys find me. Um, at I am poetry 22. That's my Twitter, my Instagram. And then again, if you just put in this Dora on Google, all my information will pop up music, SoundCloud, Facebook, all that stuff, y'all. There's really only one Miss Dora. So if you, you type that in, I'm going to pop up. So yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> You, you type in rudimental people in England and you type in two people in London, England will pop up too. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> anyhow, for me, basically, um, my Instagram, I'm all under my brand, which is rudimental records. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's R U D I M E N T A L records, R E C E O R D S with S records with S underscore I N C rudimental records, I N C. And that's where you'll find me on Instagram. I also have a Too Rude, which is under Richard Rudimental on Instagram as well. Uh, my Twitter is Rudimental Records. Um, and I have a fan page on Facebook under Too Rude. And there's also Rudimental Records on Facebook. And uh, Facebook as well, um, I'm under Richard Rudimental. Nice. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Miss Selenia. Yes. Real quick, your stuff. Um, I have an interview. Actually, y'all check out this new interview that I have on um, the Joy Nook Book Club um, on Saturday at 11 a.m. I will be interviewing uh, Miss um, uh, Dee Dee Smith, and she wrote a book on um, having a luxury online boutique. And um, it actually is very good. It is t- taking the foundations of, you know, the things that you need to know. And a lot of what we were just 
um, Turu was actually just talking about, she actually focuses on in this book, but you're, you know, you're looking at it at, um, with a um, actual boutique. So this is the book right here and um, head on over to Alenia Renee on, on YouTube um, and um, Juicy Bits and Things podcast is a coming, coming, coming. <laughs> So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm proud of you, sis. I'm, I'm really, yeah. I'm really proud of you. And of course, you can find us on Access Granted. Uh, yeah. everywhere. Uh, when you type Access Granted in, you get a plethora of stuff. Just look for the gold AG. Just look for the logo. Um, I actually have the wrong logo up today. I have the acapellas and the acoustics one instead of the regular one up. But if you see that gold A and that gold G right there, then yeah, it's I can't tell which side it is. From it's, it's right here, y'all. It's with me. <laughs> yeah, it's with you. It's with me. And chances are you're, you're pretty much going to find us, man. So just make yeah. sure you guys continue to follow us everywhere. Um, Miss Dora, I'm a work in progress. We're going to get into this last video, and then we're going to let you guys get out of here. Um, we appreciate everybody that's checked yeah, in with thank us. Thank you. Man. It's been absolutely fun. This has been fun. This has been amazing. It's been educational. It's been all of that stuff. We're going to get into this video and then we're going to get out of here. MJ, righteous face walker. Peace. Yeah. Love you, MJ. Love you. Here we go. Here we go. That's Heather B on the stage. That's <laughs> committed many plenty of sins, violating men. Profanity and sanity has been in my heart. My flaws and my faults. I've offended, I've befriended. I am heartless. Probably made you feel like garbage. Forgive my harshest man. I'm feeling nauseous now. I didn't mean to dog you. My pride wouldn't let me call you. I got a nasty ego higher than an eagle. Manifest is evil, the evils. Look, I'm a working progress of life on process. I'm a working progress of life on process. I'm a working progress of life on process. Yes, I'm working, yes, I'm working on me. Look, I'm a working progress of life. Yes, I'm 
at the end says tomorrow was promised to no one to no one y'all work in progress and i love the way you did the title not i am a work in progress but a working progress because you're still working absolutely um that's probably like my my favorite track because you know as an artist i always want people to know and fans know that i'm human you know a lot of the music today is i'm this i'm that i'm like you just always well put together. It's like, so y'all don't have no real problems. Y'all don't have no issues. Like y'all just all of that all the time. <laughs> all like, the time. <laughs> like y'all just always, you that person, you that bit, you, you this, you just so well put together. Sis, bro, you not battling. You not struggling. You just always lit and legit. You, it's a, it's, it's fake to me. Like, we all battle. And one thing as an artist for me, especially the position that God is putting me in, to be brutally honest, sis, bro, I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. My thing is, how can I judge you when I'm still standing in front of a jury myself? You know what I'm saying? It might not be your jury, but I'm standing in front of a jury. I'm always working on something. There's always something that I could be working on. I know for a fact there's always something I need to be asking God to forgive me for. So I want fans to know, like, yo, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I need forgiveness from God. I'm always working on me. I'm still flawed. Like, yo, we still live in the flesh. I don't get how these these other rappers are just so, so lit all the time. They ain't got no struggles, no problems. They just very cocky to me and just prideful. Not me, sis. I need prayer. I need help. I need (laughs) repentance. I need forgiveness. I don't know about you, but not me. Let me stop you right there because they do have all of the struggles and all of the problems. They got so sick. They just they won't put it out there in their music the way yeah. that you do. Well, I am. Y'all can see I I am because it's yeah. like, Lord, I'm human. But that's gonna make you different. Right. And exactly. I think that goes back to what Two Rude was saying. You know, 
stick with what's that that's what makes you different yeah yep that's that's what makes you different yep yes ma'am i'm going to you know very good. This is good. Thank you. Let's take the conversation and be here for another hour. And I don't want to hold you. So, again, man, I definitely appreciate you guys, man. Yes. Um, Thank I'm you for the opportunity. Media, um, as well, man, just so, so I can, uh, you know, follow the stories, man, and you know, hopefully yes. get some new, you know, new stuff from you guys. Um, if you ever need to come back, you've already been told we needed to do a part two. So if y'all want to come back. <laughs> Or come back when you you know your new projects or whatever is ready, man. Yeah, just hit, yeah. you know, definitely yeah. make it happen, man. I definitely appreciate you guys. Okay. Thank you for having Thank me. You. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Y'all yeah. yeah. definitely be blessed. Absolutely. Miss Dora, I got something else that I need to uh, talk to you about. So I'll be hitting you up after this. Okay, show. no problem, Mr. Anton. Thank you again, Miss Lenny. Right. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You too, Mr. Rue. I'm gonna um I'm gonna just send you those links just so you can have them and listen to them on your own timing. So I'm going to follow the you. Cut the mister out. Okay. Oh, sorry, Mr. Rude. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no. It's, it's, it's just a no, respect cool. thing. No, I know. It's who raised who raised you. So that's good. Yeah, Still a good thing, you know. So I get it. My family's the same thing. So Yes, good. indeed. Okay. Very good. You guys be safe and enjoy your evenings, man. All right, y'all have a good respect. night. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. That was good. You know what? Mr. Antoine. That's not the way I planned it. I knew that if I got the no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, it worked out. And I think the the more we do this, you know, it, it the whole up. show starts evolving. Yeah. And um and, yeah. and it's it's going in a direction and the connections that you're here for a purpose. You're oh. here for a purpose. And um I think it's you know, it's kind of like happening. It's starting to kind of fall in line. So yeah. yeah. So th this is this is this was good. This was supposed to happen tonight. And and, and, and the great part about this, sorry to cut you, but that was like two totally different. You know what I mean? Two. Yep. Yep. And you and and you, and you did and you did well flip flopping back and forth and yeah. us. Just kind of carrying on the conversations for people to understand, and I think, um, you know, it was a learning experience for um, even you know Miss Dora because yeah. you know everything's a learning. Like, um, and even some of the things that Two Roots said, actually, you know, I'm like, some of that stuff hit here with me. I yes, like, I was gonna say because we are, people don't realize even being a podcaster, you're an entertainer. They don't realize. And when he said, you know, you are what makes you different. Mm. Stick with that. Don't try to be what anybody else is. And because and you fight for that. When he said that, I'm like, you are on my lane. That resonated. Yes, it resonated. And um, so I, I think it, it was it was very good. He he was definitely very a wise man, talented man, um, and he was willing, um, because that's the one thing that I do know is to be blessed, y'all. You gotta be willing to, to do this and not keep up everything in here, in here. You know, you gotta be willing to share it, so. Yeah. 
it was it was good, Antoine. Um, and and I, I truly believe that he enjoyed her music, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a collaboration with the two of them somewhere down absolutely, the road. Absolutely, absolutely. He given her BET connections, so. I mean, come on. I don't know, Antoine, what I, what I told you. Next, when I go to Essence, people are gonna know who I am. Did I not say that last week, right? I said, when I go to Essence, these people that are coming on, been places, seen stations. <laughs> That's true. That's so, true. you know, it, you have to always be open for those opportunities. So I think it was, a, it was, it was very good, so. Just the way I drew it up. <laughs> Y'all, he, he had it together. <laughs> we can get two people up here tonight now. But um, yeah, that, that, was, that was definitely a, a blessing to, to just sit yeah. in and absorb everything that was happening right there. Was Absolutely. Really Absolutely. I appreciate you, as always, sis. Uh, oh, Sean, much. Um, Famo will be in the building next week. And I also have I also have a really amazing acapellas and acoustic segment this week, so be sure on the lookout for that on Friday. Um, and I'm out of here. I'm going upstairs and make sure my wife is good. I know that's right. I'll be praying for her healing. Absolutely. See you next week, sis. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.